You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Yeah! Amanda Bones and I'm Ashley and this is how to talk to your friend about wrestling episode 40 freaking five she's really getting up there the numbers are getting higher and higher I'm both shocked and not shocked that we've been able to create 45 episodes remember when we had number one (laughs) (laughs) every once in a while I'm like there's not enough content to make a whole podcast and then I'm like that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> we're on episode 45 and we're yeah, still like, and, churning them out and I feel like we already have like the next six months planned out on the calendar <laughs> kind of yeah it does like, feel that way there's definitely plenty to talk about <laughs> yeah for sure um Today, we're not going to talk about a match. We decided to do a book report and kind of take a break from matches mm-hmm. um, because the wrestling world feels very chaotic right yeah, now. Yeah, everything feels very dark and bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one feeling that. Like, no. I legit have not watched wrestling at all for like two, three weeks. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Aside from like watching um, AEW, and a couple indies here and there I haven't really dived heavily into it I know that this week I don't think it's this week next week uh because it's not obviously not today um (laughs) next week is extreme rules oh it is next week I was wondering I know that's coming up Mm -hmm. yeah like I'm very out of the loop right now (laughs) yeah I have and then I know that like I we had briefly kind of maybe discussed doing the season opener for um dark side of the ring and i'm really glad <laughs> we both no. just no amanda hasn't seen it yet but um she can tell definitely from the <laughs> social climate of everything that's going on that uh that would not be the pr- appropriate episode to cover no. because i think it probably would turn into our longest episode one yeah 100 <laughs> it would just be like a two hour long rant yeah we would just be yelling the entire time (laughs) which like of course everybody has opinions and it's our podcast and we can voice them but also I don't know if I have the mental capacity and emotional energy it's going to take to dig through that crap oh I fully agree and I told you this before and I've told other people this before when I was watching it my boyfriend had come in because he had come home from work and he had sat down and we were kind of watching it together and we got to the certain point and he was just like oh oh you're mad you're like oh. mad mad and I was very mad mad yeah <laughs> we were big mad mm-hmm. I will be watching the episode so that I can educate myself um but thanks to wrestle twitter and wrestle reddit I think I got the the gist of it and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna end up hating some people <laughs> honestly it's just one of those things where they say um you know it's like that never meet your heroes type thing 
Um, bro so serious on that yeah <laughs> like never never don't ever meet your favorite wrestlers don't ever yeah. meet your favorite wrestlers especially the ones from the 80s jesus christ everyone's bastards and that's all that there is and i i feel like like yes this shit needs to be talked about so i'm glad that like document documentaries are happening and everything but also um i just feel now it's a shit storm of information coming out of like shitty terrible things that have happened yeah so i'm like oh god we're gonna lose a lot of wrestlers we like in the next few weeks well i also think it's too like you can't let people get away with like oh well it was it was this time and it was this time and it was like well I'm sure you can say that for some stuff, but not everything not, gets that path. No. Especially because this happened in fucking 2002. It's like not that long ago. Yeah. Well, and I also, we just went through this with like our music scene growing up. Yeah. And, and it's kind of starting to happen with the tattoo scene right now. So I'm just like, yeah. fucking shit, man. <laughs> Wrestling had it last year too. Wrestling did have it last year as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, the whole world's exploding. Just everybody be fucking cool. Keep your hands to yourself. Stop being creeps. Stop being creeps. Jesus no one wants to see Christ. your dick. I, pr- I promise. I promise. I, pr- I, pr- I will say this. If I ever want to see your dick, I'm just going to ask to see it. <laughs> if I want a dick pic, I promise I will ask for a dick pic. Like, I'm not going to be coy about it. I'm just going to be like, hey, let me see your dick. If I don't say those words, don't show me your penis, please. Yeah. Consent. <laughs> like Consent is key. Consent is key. Not only that, isn't there like five women to every man on this planet? Like, I promise there's enough females to go around. You don't have to force anything. Yeah. So anyway, everything's gross and everything's terrible. So we're going to cover... <laughs> um, we're going to cover the 2008 film The Wrestler by Darren Aronofsky today. Yeah, we are. Which is still um, a little dark and a little kind of sad. Like it's, it's still on topic. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it'll be a nice little book report. But it's fictional, so technically none of it happened. And guess who hates it? Jim Cornette. So what Shut else the is fuck new? up. <laughs> Why am I not even surprised a little bit? Most people loved it. Everyone hated it. Or except, you know, Jim Jim. Cornette. Jim Cornette Um, hated it. I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to go on record and state that I 100% do not enjoy Mickey Rourke. Mm, This was actually his, like, um, his revival to his career, too. Yeah, I got that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him in this, mm-hmm. but I am not a Mickey Rourke fan. So I'll be honest. I saw that this was available and I was kind of like, well, this is going to go one of two ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. It and still has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes too. Bro, I was looking at the ratings and I was like, wow, guys, this is really high for Rotten Tomatoes. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen anything above an 87. Yeah. Like this is, that's amazing. That's pretty good for Amanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously not to call Amanda out on her back <laughs> because the majority of the films that I watch are like a 55 on Rotten Tomatoes it's so funny 
God, if you ever need a horrible movie to watch, I am the person to ask. Just go to Amanda. She knows it. I know every, you want bad rom-coms? I got one. It's Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen it fucking 30,000 times. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm still so sad that was a movie I enjoy. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh God. Yeah. Don't ask me for movie recommendations. I'm bad. (laughs) It's not good here. Even my horror movies at this point, I don't fucking think I watch anything but above a C horror movie these days. Really? Yeah, I've been super into whatever Amazon Prime has, which is crap. So oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, so are we're, bad. Yeah, we're not watching anything of fucking Prime content in this house. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's great. Um, but you know what? I can, Okay, so there is one genre of movies that I cannot watch anything that's not good and it's Mm. um sci-fi oh yeah well bad sci-fi is just bad sci-fi sci-fi and fantasy if it's bad sci-fi or bad fantasy I can't do it yeah I can't it's understandable like give me the goods or get the fuck out I think that's because it also relies so heavily on like CGI so you can't really have like horrible CGI or else it's like oof yeah yeah you're like that was very clearly done in photo aside from like (laughs) doctor who because cheesy doctor who is still my absolute favorite doctor who is amazing i have finally gone to the dark side thank you welcome okay so the wrestler the wrestler i saw this movie in theaters huh you did yeah i saw this in theaters dang this was during ashley's little film phase that she had (laughs) where um she was going to the movie theater like every friday i think yeah, I remember this. You got, yeah, you were definitely there like every Friday seeing whatever the newest thing was. Yeah. And um, very well versed. I used to really like Darren Aronofsky. So, um, yeah, I saw this in theaters and I loved it when it came out. I thought it was really, really good. Little did I know, you know, future favorite, two favorite wrestlers would actually be in this. One you could see for maybe a millisecond. <laughs> he jumps off the top rope. Um, and then <laughs> Amanda couldn't find him. I have to show her later. I couldn't find. I looked up the cast beforehand as like a let's get stats and research and stuff because that's my yeah. deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the only fucking wrestler that I saw and recognized when I saw them was our truth. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's kind of like that. the most prevalent one that you can see. Um. So just to apparently there's a lot in here there's a few i'm just gonna not mention because well trash 90 percent of them i didn't know so i feel kind of bad the ones that we will talk about are chuck taylor's in it which i did not see him cesaro's in it which Here's what I'm bummed about. I specifically went into watching this movie looking for Cesaro because I was blown away he was even in the movie. And yeah. I 100% was scanning every fucking time there was a wrestler in the room. Could not find this man. Drew Gulag's in it. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's on um, he's on WWE. I probably know who that is, but don't. He's been an eight-time 24-7 champion, so... Well, the only fucking true 24-7 champion there is is our truth and you guys cannot tell me any different. Okay. 
I know that fucking what's his wine sommelier guy has it right now, but oh, he does still. Yeah, I think so. They keep doing fucking dumb promos of him like doing his little gymnastic hops away from the ninja and our truth. The ninja is not an actual wrestling name. It's I don't know his name, so I call him oh, the ninja. Akira Akira Tozawa. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they just keep cutting promos where our truth and the ninja guy are trying to get Reggie, and they can't because he keeps doing these gymnastic flips away from them. God, I did see him jump off of an ice cream truck. Yes. See, that was one of the promos. Yeah. But I haven't watched in three weeks, so maybe our truth has it back. If our truth doesn't have the twenty four seven belt, I just don't feel like it's re- relevant. Maybe words. But either either one. Either one works. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um. Oh, and oh. J- Jay Lethal and a bunch of other people. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, there's like a laundry list of people who are supposed to be in this movie and you can't really see very many of them. I feel like they just got cut out. Probably. Yeah, like they were probably in the movie and they got cut out. Because even oh, on the they're credit- like in the locker room and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm going to go back and watch and pause and like mm-hmm. look, scan. <laughs> I'm just going to scan the locker room crowds mm-hmm. um also in my stat finding mission um there's a lot of hubbub about this being loosely play- based on jake the snake's life oh interesting <laughs> yeah so it's loosely based supposedly these are myths that mm. are surrounding this movie which i fucking find it hilarious there are myths surrounding the movie the wrestler yeah. but loosely based on jake the snake's life loosely based on rowdy roddy piper Mm -hmm. and then also that there was legitimately a wrestler named robin rakowski robin the ram rakowski although i could not find anything substantiating that claim Mm. so interesting yeah um i would be digging deeper (laughs) into the wrestler because i was like what there's so much like there's just so much talk around it that I'm very interested now and we'll be probably talking about this again later um do you want my the wrestler fun fact for you fuck yeah I do um do you know who was originally cast no instead of Mickey Rourke was it Brad Pitt no no okay who was it Nick Cage what Mm mm-hmm wow yeah nick cage was supposed to be in the project and then he left the project um nick cage wow yeah fuck and apparently sorry go ahead i'm an avid nick cage fan too um but i have a very hard to he would have killed the role because he's i don't mean this the way it's going to sound but like He's just got such creep vibes that I feel like it would have been really cool. Yeah. But apparently he did a good guy move though. And he stepped aside because um, the whole thing was like trying to get Mickey Rourke into this role. And they didn't know if Mickey Rourke would be able to do it. So Mm. then once when they got him on board, Nick Cage was like, okay, I'm going to step aside. Well, that's fucking cool. I'm glad he wasn't a prick about it. Yeah. He also then came out later and was like, I didn't really like the script and then I didn't really want to look like I tried oh, to like, Cage, come on, bud. You're killing me. Go marry Elvis's daughter again and shut up. 
Um, and then in um, my favorite thing, which has come out recently on Twitter, which is Hulk Hogan lies, which is like a constant thread on Twitter right now, which is really, really, really <laughs> funny, was that um, he was offered the role, but he was never actually offered the role. Because why would we, I'm going to say this, this is Hollywood. Why would we have an actual wrestler portraying a wrestler? That I don't know. We wouldn't do that. Not in Hollywood. Yeah. Never in Hollywood. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, so getting back into it. Um, so what did you think? So this is like, again, this deals like with some heavy, heavy shit. A uh, lot yeah. of drug, a lot of drugs, a lot of um, it does mirror a lot of Jake the Snake's story. It to, does to an extent. Um, especially after seeing the resurrection of Jake the Snake, I was yeah. like, well, I can see some parallels. <laughs> a lot of shit with his daughter. A lot of yeah. Um, I mean, the cast so is really great, though, because you have um, it mainly surrounds Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei, and Evan Rachel Wood. I, I mean, we have to talk about it. You see so much more of Marissa Tomei's body than you have ever seen before. Like, we have to talk about I was shocked. And when, okay, so again, I looked up the cast and it said that Marissa Tomei plays a long in the tooth stripper, which I had to look up what long in the tooth meant. I figured it meant old. But yeah. I was like, it's Marissa Tomei. This woman has not aged. Like, at, if anything, she's getting hotter as she is aging. They worked really hard to make her look old. And this is also 2008. So like, yeah, she so was, I was still like, wasn't that old. Exactly. I was like, she's one, she's not even old. And yeah, they definitely like had to try to make her like lived in looking. Yeah because i mean they crushed it she looked i still think she looked great it's marissa tomei you can't make this woman look bad she looked like a normal lady she yeah she just looked like a normal lady that grew up in the 80s yeah (laughs) but was like hot as fuck still she had some very sick tattoos like there was one swoopy thing on her back that was very cool Mm -hmm. um they gave her pierced nipples which i thought was an interesting decision um like are we just under the assumption that if you like metal and have tattoos, you also have fierce nipples? I'm here to tell you that's not the case. <laughs> not everyone does that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Hollywood. Get your facts right. Get with um, it. Yeah, but you just see, so like, I'm just so used to her. Like, she's always in movies and she's the hot chick. And like, but there's, I don't, I've never seen a movie where you see any, more than like normal decolletage in a shirt out of marissa tomei so mm-hmm. the first scene she's in i was like oh jesus yeah <laughs> here she is she's naked so naked and then she's in like a fishnet thing later and i'm just like this is so much. i feel like i should turn away every time she's on screen out of respect <laughs> like I know it does kind of feel like that. I felt that that way a little bit too. I was like, Ugh. I don't feel like that with most female actresses, but for whatever reason, with Marissa Tomei, I was like, this is very attractive, but I feel like I should turn away out of respect for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. It's very interesting feelings I was having. Um, yeah. Mickey Rourke crushed this role. Like body physique was on point. He had the most perfect, like, like edge in the height of his career hair. Mm -hmm. like perfect blonde perfect little wave in it yeah (laughs) at one point Rosie looked at me and she was like do you want his hair or something I was like no just men with long hair like it's not always a good 
long hair, yeah. but this was definitely great hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we were making jokes about how he was tanning the correct way because he was going to a tanning bed and it wasn't the spray on tan. And yeah. of course we mentioned Pete Dunn and his Oompa Loompa ass. <laughs> Just like dripping. I Oh, I don't like when they sweat and you can like the color is sweating off of them. Well, and I'm like, bro, seriously, nobody's talked to you about maybe going to like a different shade because you're just looking more orange as time goes on. I think, it, but it has something to do with like um, bodybuilding, right? I think so. They all go a very dark color, but I'm just know. like, buddy, His hands. you're just orange looking. I don't like when their hands are all yucky too. <laughs> oh yeah. It's- anyway, um. But also, yeah, but also don't tan in a tanning booth or bed. That's really bad for your skin. <laughs> it's like I mean, all, all overall, I'm sure it's not great to be tanning at all. Let's everybody just pull a Seamus, please, and just yes. be your natural tone. <laughs> very, very pale boys, please. Which I'm going to say, after going to Raw Live and seeing Seamus, he's not nearly as pale as TV makes him appear. That Whatever, those lights wash him the hell out. They do. Like, he looks so pale when you're watching Monday Night Raw. When you see him live, he just looks like a normal dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's not as, he's not a, as pale as he appears. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they really do make him, Mickey Rourke does get his body to be, I know he, he did train to, to get some of the moves down. Cause yeah, he has to be a fucking wrestler. He does the moves he does wrestle in this and um yeah I think his finisher move is really cool yeah his finisher is pretty badass I fucking dig it (laughs) I Um, was like I like the ram horn (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's so funny (laughs) um but yeah it does mirror a lot of real life because you can tell like I mean yeah people still go back to the indies on the weekends on and go back to their real job during the week and I do like some of my favorite scenes are the grocery store scenes oh my god the manager watching porn <laughs> and then my favorite part is just how nonchalant he was about the whole thing like bro you don't know how to knock anymore please go out and try that again and I'm like we're just not gonna say anything about how you're watching porn at work we're, no. we're just gonna let that okay we're letting that go <laughs> and I wanted to be like Mickey Rourke could beat your ass are you gonna talk to him with a little bit of respect buddy no no there's no. none um okay so then he gets told like he gets um he, he goes to the hardcore match which ugh, blech, um has a full-on heart attack <laughs> yeah. oh my god that, that okay <laughs> um I think one of my favorite scenes was him and the other wrestlers shopping for the death match. Oh my item. god, so At good! Like dollar thrift or something. <laughs> it made me. It made me so happy. It was so fucking funny. It was my so good. My favorite was was uh, hey man, what aisles the bug spray on? And then later, like it must be that they got it from the dollar store because they know it's watered down like yeah. significantly because they sprayed it into Mickey Rourke's eyes and then the guy sprayed it into his own mouth. Oh my god, it's disgusting, disgusting. Oh, and then <laughs> I have to imagine that like these are real conversations that are taking place, like mm-hmm. when they show the before the match conversations where it's like, oh well, how do you feel about doing this? Like the one I called him Huckleberry Finn because he had those like torn up 
shorts on and like a rope as a belt oh yeah (laughs) so I kept calling him Huck Finn but he was like oh you know like how do you feel about a staple gun and Mickey Rourke looked very confused at first so he's like you know just like yeah it's a big piece of metal against your skin and you know it doesn't hurt too bad going in but when you pull them out later yeah you're gonna have some puncture wounds and I was like this is a real conversation this has happened somebody was saying this to somebody else and trying to get this bit to happen yeah oh my god mm-hmm. oh my god and then you motherfucker stapled a fucking dollar bill to his fucking head yes Ooh, and we got to see like the hiding the blade in the tape mm-hmm. for some color later yeah that was interesting and i'm like oh this is exactly how this happens you it get makes to see sense. and then i guess this is kind of why you get to see why jim Cornette hates it because like it is like kind of like a breakdown of the business like hey please yeah exactly but um anyway so he almost dies he does almost die um his doctor's kind of like hey maybe you don't wrestle anymore and also like no more steroids <laughs> i fucking love that the doctor was like yeah you're gonna have to stop putting that stuff in your body like he didn't outright say it <laughs> he was like the it's stuff so you put subtle. in your body is a no-no yeah <laughs> it's so it was- subtle about it my favorite part was the fucking pharmacist who was not a pharmacist let me be clear he was a he was a fellow wrestler mm-hmm. um who should be a character called the pharmacist because legit that man was offering um the ram everything yeah like like prescription drugs and regular drugs mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was insane yeah i feel like this was just um a commentary on probably every wrestler's life if I'm being completely honest like I'm sure every single wrestler could relate to some point in this story yeah like kid you're not with because you're on the road constantly and you have a shitty relationship with your kid which I'm it happens I'm not saying that everybody's a terrible person for that right it happens it just happens my dad used to be a truck driver like (laughs) I don't have a relationship yeah like you're not gonna see them they're on the road which that was their chosen profession I don't think that that's terrible like I don't know I don't have a relationship with my biological father and and not because of any fucking cool thing like my dad's a wrestler yeah like nope um and then like being into a stripper I'm sure there's countless wrestlers that have been into strippers (laughs) like um hell you say (laughs) <laughs> no they could never yeah right um yeah so I'm sure that's a common practice um like mm-hmm. yeah overall this movie was fucking rad as hell I suggest everybody go see it don't take my word for it but Ashley also said she enjoyed it so you can take her word for it <laughs> yeah I've watched it a few times it's pretty great um yeah the moves are cool his whole character I thought was really cool like they did a really good job creating his character the outfits were on point um the moves were really cool like his finisher the ram the ram Mm -hmm. jam which fucking hilarious name oh my god yeah one of the best do you want to talk about the ending at all yes I have questions but first there's two things I want to talk about one I fucking loved that every time Mickey Rourke was going up for a match like he was giving the other wrestlers compliments Mm -hmm. like that was so sweet 
like the dumb kid with the mohawk he was like dude you've got like you've got it like just keep working and you're gonna get there and then like yeah it was just so sweet and then the hugs in the locker room you know me I'm a big fan of I sportsmanship know. and I love when boys <laughs> are nice to each other so <laughs> making work was just walking around giving everybody compliments and I was losing my fucking mind about it Amanda I loves like, that. he's just so sweet <laughs> Amanda loved that sweet voice stuff just lots of sweet boys listen I want you to look like you're gonna be an asshole but then be the sweetest man alive Mm -hmm. that's what I want out of you please yeah I think that's because it's me in real life I look like I'm gonna be a huge bitch and then I'm one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet oh my god best gift giver in the entire (laughs) world I am the Leslie Nope the Leslie Nope of gift giving. Yeah, it's it's actually what I've been ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so him being the sweetest thing ever in the entire world was just mm. like a killing softly. And then oh can we have does it exist in real life specifically? And when I ask this, I say specifically to California, specifically to Southern California. Are there really like little conventions happening where we can go buy your t-shirt and get it signed by you and like get a Polaroid picture with you. Cause I don't believe it. I don't, I've seen it in documentaries. I don't believe it. Um, so you joined the wrestling fandom during COVID. So that's yes. the thing that happened. Yes. Um, something happened <laughs> just, no, sorry. It's next, next weekend, next weekend. Oh. There's, um, something called fan fest in LA oh. Oh. and, um, uh, I don't, I, there was not that many people that you would have known that were going to be there. That's why I didn't really tell you, um, but there, there will be professional wrestlers there. I love that. I looked up fan fest and final fantasy is what came up. You have had a weird search thing that today. Yeah. Like my Google thinks I'm someone I'm not today. And I, I believe don't, it's called I fan. It's either called fan fest or fan expo. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Anyway, um, but yeah, this stuff happens. Also, there's something every year called WrestleCon. There is a WrestleCon. We yeah. have a WrestleCon. Does it yeah. take place in different cities? Yes, it does. But it's, okay. I think it's usually wherever WrestleMania is that year. Oh, God damn it. I guess that makes sense, but still. Um, Do we ever get WrestleMania? We will next year. That's right. It's coming. Not 22 because that's in texas 20, sorry 2023 20, right yeah. okay yeah. we're fucking going to that one i will spend five hundred thousand dollars on tickets to go to wrestlemania just to just to go just to go just to say that i have been to a wrestlemania um, but can we get it better first can like we make it better before i go please you have two years get it done um hopefully <laughs> you know what's fun though is that everything comes here when WrestleMania is here. So we will get GCW. We'll get, um, we'll get a bunch of stuff. Hopefully. Okay. So we'll just, we'll just go to everything, but WrestleMania. (laughs) That's what a lot of people do. I mean, I'm so down for that because I can just watch WrestleMania. I don't feel like I absolutely have to be there. Right. Okay. So, um, (laughs) LA, LAX fan fest is what this is called. LAX fan fest. I love that they named it after the airport didn't try to get original at all hilarious it's one of those days okay the ending yes. the ending you want to talk about does he die 
I think, well, cause, okay. So yes, the ending is so ambiguous. The ending is like kind of choose your own ending. It's like end of the Sopranos, end of whatever, like you, you basically, he leaps from the top rope, has tears in his eyes. The crowd's cheering his name. It's like his last match. He's going all you out. He's doing his, his heart's heart. beating. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like he's got a pain in his chest. Um, the dude, the Ayatollah guy even like notices something's wrong. Shit's going down and he's just like, I'm doing my finisher. And he, he leaps from the top rope and salutes his fans. And then like, it goes black. So I think he fucking dies. I think he, I fucking think he dies too. He has to die. Yeah. I, I don't think he makes it out. No, like Marissa Tomei comes and tries to stop him because of his heart condition. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. This is where I shine. This is my place. This is, this is where I go. And Mm -hmm. like, like there was even a point, I think, where he says like, this is where I matter or something, something along those lines. Yeah. And, um, she stays. And then like the minute he gets into the ring, she bounces. And I was so sad. And then he even looks at her for one part and she's not there. And I'm like, I promise you're not alone. Yeah. But I'm like, he has to die. The way that the whole setup is leading up to this, his, him and his kid got into a fight. She's like, I'm done with you. You're never going to change or fuck up. So like, cool. Now you definitely don't have a relationship with your kid. The chick you're into is here, but you want it under different circumstances. So like, you got to die. It's like the only thing that makes sense. Because if you live, what what is your next step? You don't have your fucking grocery store job anymore. Yeah. So the, the line he says is this is the only pl- the only place I get hurt is out there. The world yes. doesn't give a shit about me. If you hear them, this is where I belong. I have to go. I'm like, yeah. So emotional, dude. Yeah. So I, I definitely like. I loving. I do love an ambiguous ending. I fucking love ambiguous endings because you just think about it for like days. It's my favorite thing. Yes. Ever. I will. Um, I will probably be texting you alternate reality endings. Yeah. Where <laughs> she gets in the ring and she stops them and she saves them. Yeah. What if she's still standing there when he looks over? Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also. Another favorite scene was the first day he worked weekends in the butcher area. Oh, yeah. Like, he kind of went out there like it was a match and, like, put on his fucking, like, people-pleasing fucking mask. And he was so he cute. Like yeah. He was so cute in the little deli section until he cut his hand on the meat Oh, slicer. my God. I mean, I understand. It's a tough day. You got to be around people. People are tough. But yeah maybe we could have just walked out without an injury maybe i mean i wish jesus christ um yeah <laughs> no ah that was, my favorite part was he cut his finger on one on purpose and then smeared the blood all over his face and yeah. i was like hey homie listen yes he was a that. wrestler <laughs> yeah i'm like you as a wrestler are used to death match and blood regular people are going to freak out <laughs> like yeah and then he just like stumbles through the grocery store covered in blood yeah exactly oh my Um, god okay so i have some of the professional wrestling industry's reception of the film 
We knew, Ooh, yes. We know Jim Cornette hated it because I told you that. Um, yes. Bret Hart liked it. He loved it. Oh, okay. He okay. thought it was great. Of course, good guy Mick Foley. Oh. He loved it as well. Okay. Thank God. He said within the within the first five minutes, I completely forgotten I was looking at Mickey Rourke. That guy on screen was simply, you know, Randy the Ram Robinson. <gasps> That's um, so nice. Rowdy Roddy Piper <laughs> was said to have been highly emotional after watching the screening of the film. Oh. And he said he loved okay. it and cried in Mickey Mickey's arms. Oh. Oh. Rowdy Roddy Piper makes you really sad. I want to do a match of his soon, but um, also very emotional. <laughs> yeah, but we should definitely. I think that would be a good one to do. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, we'll do that. Um. Yeah, I just think it was it's a really good movie. It it got a lot of praise. Well, I think it was done really well. I don't think it was like too dramatized. I don't think that they t- put a bunch of Hollywood spin on any of it. Like it just seemed I don't know, especially with all the documentaries we've watched and everything, it just felt super realistic mm-hmm. and truthful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like it could have been thrown in those documentaries yeah for sure and I think they did right by not moving forward with Nick Cage because Nick Cage adds <laughs> his thing to things and then it kind of changes the whole movie <laughs> like his Nick Cage-ish ways yeah his Nick Cageiness just comes out that's very true yeah um yeah, and it went on to, you know, revitalize Mickey Rourke's career a little bit. So, because it went on to do Iron Man and some stuff after. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been the time period, I guess. Yeah. Damn it. Well, overall, this was a great movie. I'm glad I watched it. Um, it was emotional for sure, but they were great. Like, it was fucking great. And I'll probably watch it again. Yeah, it's a nice. And actually I mean, find the wrestlers oh yeah i know we need to go through and i'll i'll show you who's who <laughs> yes please um yeah yeah it was the wrestler. <laughs> i give it five bells it oh five um bells. yeah i would also give it probably five bells do have we had one that we haven't given five bells to yet no because we appreciate the arts like i doubt there's gonna be one we come across that's like this only gets two bells like <laughs> yeah I maybe we'll find one someday but (laughs) as of right now we're just not there yeah five bells if you know a bad documentary or something bad you can watch (laughs) let us know if you know a bad wrestling movie slash documentary please tell us well but I wonder if there are people out there that think ready to rumble is terrible but it's not they're wrong oh they're so wrong yeah like they're the most wrong yeah so how could you ever how did you rumble for david arquette is a treasure god damn it we (laughs) can't turn every podcast into a david arquette (laughs) podcast every episode the david arquette episode damn it can't happen (laughs) so yeah it was great i'm glad we watched it um we'll get back to legit not legit but um current day wrestling next week <laughs> someday when when everything's someday. settled down a little bit we just needed a nice little break 
from yes. the hellscape that is um, finding out that everything's terrible. So, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think next week will be our best friends match. Is it best friend, like best friends, the tag team or? No, us. Yes, because it, it's our anniversary. Yeah. So we don't know what match we're going to do yet, but it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we really don't know i've been trying to find a match and like i came up with this whole fucking i'm like yeah we should do this specific tag team but um i haven't really found a match from them that i'm like so stoked on and i also loathe one of the people in the in that tag team oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay so definitely not them Um. i even tried to like go back and find like women tag team matches yeah um they are few and far between yeah there wasn't really a thing then I even thought about maybe doing like a if if anybody out there used to subscribe to high spots when talking dogs you know popping dogs talking hogs used to be a thing I wanted to do that but then that's also just a mess as well but that would just be more us asking each other really stupid questions back and forth well i mean we kind of do that on the daily anyways yeah but we could just make it more like you know that i mean some of their questions are a little are you prepared for some of the questions that would come your way we could make it happen it might be fun i'm in if you want to do it we'll set it up and that could be like our but is that going to outdo our anniversary episode (laughs) No, we have so many anniversaries coming up that it's driving me crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We got time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is that. That's this episode for this week. Mm-hmm. Short little banger. Yeah, but you know it'll help you get through the week. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect. It's a palate hey, cleanser. And watch some wrestling this week. Some good stuffs coming up. I make no promises. I just mean like on wrestling. AEW is great. Why don't you watch some AEW? That's true. Well, because I got cable and it doesn't start until eight and I go to bed at nine. So I'm failing. I just need to do the five o'clock thing. I meant the people. (laughs) Oh, yes. AEW people are awesome. No, I mean like the people who are listening should watch some wrestling. Oh, thanks everybody for listening. Go watch The Wrestler. We didn't ruin anything for you, I promise. Just kind of the (laughs) end, but I mean, it's fine. But it's ambiguous. We could totally be wrong. Yeah, exactly. And it came out in 2008. So that's like 15 years ago. Oh my God. (laughs) So yes, we're old. Um, That is the end of our podcast episode. Okay, so you can find us on Instagram at how to talk wrestling pod or on twitter at HTTW pod and then you can hit the merch shop at how to talk to your friend about wrestling.bigcartel.com and um inevitably there will be new merch coming but i think we're gonna plan it around our one year anniversary which is sometime in november people so yeah keep your eyes open for it look for it then Yes. Oh, also, we will have another Count Out family episode for you sometime in October. Yeah. So if you haven't, 
Yeah, it's going to be rad. If you haven't joined the Count Out family, please do. You can find the link in our bio on Instagram, and I believe it's on Twitter also. Um, It's five bucks a month. You're going to get way cool shit. Like, we're in the process of planning all of it now. Definitely episodes nobody else will have access to, but there will be exclusive merch and shit also because I just kind of keep pumping that crap out. Amanda's really good at it. She makes cute things. I do. So join the thing, get five, you know, $5 a month, you get free shit, not free shit, but the $5 helps us give you more things. (laughs) So thanks for listening. Like review, rate, subscribe, share with a friend, tell your friends to watch wrestling, you know, the deal. Yeah. So yeah, have a good week. Stay hydrated. That's all. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast.